ask if you would turn with me to Ephesians 4, 20 through 25. Amen. Amen. You know, despite all, the word has to go on. It continues to go on. It will go on. Nothing will stop the word of God. Amen. Ephesians 4, 20 through 25. And it says, but ye have not so learned Christ. If so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. That ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put off the that you put on the new man which after God is created righteousness and truth holiness 25 says wherefore putting away lying speaking every man truth with his neighbor for we are members one of another amen Amen. Amen. Saints, I just want to share. Uh, uh, and I, I say this. I say I want to share a short word, but, you know, however, the spirit leads us is where we're going. Amen. Now, our message this morning is putting off Amen, to put on. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. Amen. I was going to have you stand up here the whole time that I had to stand. Amen. Amen. But saints, our word is putting off to put on. Amen. One of the greatest areas in a believer's life in Christ Jesus is growth. Amen. In Christ Jesus is growth. Amen. Now, growth is a stage in the process. Amen. To increase. It is a progressive development in our character. Amen. Now, 2 Peter 3.18 tells us this. It says, but Grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. So as we turn our lives over to him, there is always growth. Amen. The growth in Christ never stops. Amen. It never stops. Amen. Now, when I say growth, I'm saying two things in the growth in Christ that will happen to us. Amen. And it involves putting off and putting on. Amen. Because there's a lot of things in our lives that we have to put off. Amen. A lot of things in our life we have to put off if we have given our life to Christ. Amen. No one can truly surrender their life and didn't have these two things to do. Everyone has to go through this and everyone has to do this. Amen. You can't say that your life has been changed by Christ, but yet and still, you still see, live in the same life. Amen. And why is that? Because Romans 3.10 tells us this. It says, as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. Amen. So your self-righteousness is not going to get you where God wants to take you. Amen. It's not going to get you that. Amen. Our righteousness wasn't good enough. None of us were righteous enough to do what Christ Jesus is doing. Amen. Not in our life. We weren't. Amen. That's why we needed him. Amen. In Isaiah 64 and 6, it tells us this. And I just want to give you an example of why our righteousness, our self-righteousness, our worldly righteousness is not good enough. Amen. It says, but we are all as unclean things. And all our righteousness are as filthy rags. And we know what we do with filthy rags, amen. 
We take them, throw them out, watch them, try to do everything we can to clean them up. And that's, that's what's going on in the life of the saints right now. When I talk about growth, I'm talking about each and every day there is something to happen in our life, amen. It says, and we do, and we all do fade as a leaf, and our iniquities like the wind have taken us away, amen. All our righteousness are as filthy rags. It doesn't matter how clean you think you are or what you think you are. Your righteousness is not good enough to take you where God is trying to take you, amen. Where Jesus Christ is trying to do in our lives, amen. Now, with that being said, I want you to know this because we know the Apostle Paul wrote Ephesians, amen. These scriptures that I'm talking about because what I'm doing is I'm going to start here and we're going to end up somewhere else, amen. But the Apostle Paul wrote Ephesians, and we know what he went through, what he was before, and what he became, amen. We know what Paul was. Well, we're going to call him Saul for right now, amen. Now, we know before his conversion from Saul, in chapter 8, and I didn't give this to Lauren, amen. In chapter 8, I just want to give you a little bit about Saul. As for Saul, who wreaked havoc on the churches, entering into every house and hauling men and women, committing them to prison. Why was he doing this? Because they wanted to know about Jesus Christ. Amen? See, in, in other countries right now, that's actually happening. That's why we need to be grateful for the things that we have here. Amen? Because you're able to read your Bible. You're able to take your Bible to certain places and read your Bible. But some other countries will not allow that to happen, amen? Now, because of the preaching and healing and deliverance, Saul was not having it with God's people, amen? So he did everything he could to stop this from happening. The movement of Christ, amen? The movement of Christians. Uh, he persecuted the church. He had a hatred towards Christians like none other, amen? He had hatred towards Christians. Amen? So speaking of Christ, going to see Christ. Amen? Now finally, Saul reign of terror came to a screeching halt. You know when it came to a screeching halt? When he was on his way to continue to do what he was doing, hauling people off to prison. Amen? Now his, his reign of terror came to a screeching halt as he was on his way to continue to do what he was doing, and that's hauling people off the church. But the thing was, the same one that he couldn't haul off the church, the one that he couldn't haul off the church was Jesus, amen? Confronted him, amen? This was the same one that he fell down before, Amen? The same one that he fell down before. Now, he had a lot of stuff that he needed to put off as of some of we, amen? Because we all have a lot of things that we're still trying to put off that we can continue this walk, amen? As some of us, Paul's or Saul's reputation was so bad, God had to change his name. Is the life you living right now so bad that God has to change your name. Amen? When people say, Brother Lauren, do they say, oh, that's a good brother, that's a good brother, that's a good brother. Or do they say, Brother Lauren, that brother right there? No. 
But see, that's the thing. When you said Saul back in the day, people knew who he was, and people knew what he was about, amen? And that was stopping the God, uh, stopping God's word, amen? He had to put off the hatred for exactly what he was becoming to be, amen? So the hatred he had towards the Christians, he had to put that off. Why? Because he was becoming to be like them, amen? A believer, a follower. Paul had to completely abandon himself for the purpose of Christ, which many of us should need and should always be doing amen each and every day putting off something to become more like Christ Jesus amen he put off and put on the righteousness of God Paul is regarded as one of the most influential figures of the apostolic age amen everybody know who Paul is now amen but see you have to understand before people become what they are in Christ Jesus they had a past amen we've all had a past Amen? But some people don't want to know or hear about the past that I used to have. Amen? Because I want you to know about the right now. Not what it was, but the right now and who I am now in Christ Jesus. Amen? Now, he's telling us this. In Ephesians 4, 20, 22 and 25, I want, to, want you to understand this. Paul now is telling us what we have to put off. In 22, it says this, that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, amen, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. See, here he's telling us what we need to put off, amen. This is what we need to put off. In 23, he's telling us what we need to put on, amen, and how to do it. He says, being renewed in the spirit, of your mind, amen? Being renewed in the spirit of your mind, amen? In 24, he tells us what we need to put on, amen? And that is, you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness, amen? We have to continue to put on true holiness, amen? We have to continue to do that. 25 tell us, it says, wherefore putting away lying, speaking every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. These are the things that we have to put off, amen? And there are also positive traits of righteousness that we all need to put on, amen? See, God is not going to take something away from you and not going to give you something back, amen? Because any unrighteous thing that he takes off, he wants to put righteousness on us. Amen. Now, I'm going to say this to anyone that can relate to this. Because when God gives us something to put on, he doesn't want us to put it on loosely. Amen. And when I say loosely, I mean, if you have something on loosely, it's easy for you to take it off. Amen. Now, I'm going to say this to whoever can relate to it. When the police... Put the handcuffs on you. I can relate. I can relate. When the police put the handcuffs on you, and they going to put them on loosely? No. Why? They don't want you slipping off, slipping away. That's why. Amen? I can relate to that. See, that was my past. Amen? But this is my now. Amen? I could definitely relate to that. Where it's on so tight that you can't even move, amen? You can forget about trying to take them off. 
Now, you hear people, and pastors said this many times before, people talking about taking off their religion. Amen? See, the thing about that is taking off your religion, if you can take it off, that's exactly what it is, a religion. Amen? That's exactly what it is. But in a relationship with Christ Jesus, you can't take it off. Amen? Because it's a, it's a, it's a snug, it's a firm relationship that you're in. Amen? Father God has custom fit for each of us, and it is not one size fit all, Pastor. It's not one size fit all. Oh, it, it, it fits you. It's fine. It's good. It's, it's not that way. Amen? God has a uniqueness for each and every one of us. And I'm going to tell you this. Mine is not yours, and yours is not mine. I can't run the race that he's given you. Our races are not the same, amen? As my daughter can tell you, she run the 100, I run the 200. Why? Because the races are not the same and it's not for me to do, amen? I don't have the stamina for it, amen? I don't have the stamina for it. Now, I want you to do this. Turn with me to 1 Samuel 17, 38 through 40. And I want to show you why everybody race is not the same. Why... Yours is not mine and mine is not yours and why ours is not interchangeable. Amen. First Samuel 17, 38 and 40. It says this. It says, and Saul armed David with his armor. See where it says that his his armor. This wasn't meant for David. Saul armed David with his armor, and he put a helmet of brass upon his head. Also, he armed him with a coat of mail. And David girded him sword upon him, his armor, and he assayed to go, for he had not proven it. Meaning that David had not tested this stuff, so he didn't know. See, everybody's armor can't be put on everybody, amen? David said unto Saul, I cannot go with these, for I have not proven them. And David put them off, which many of us need to do. Amen. It's a lot of things in our life that we need to put off. We need to put off because it's not meant for us to have. And he took his staff in his hand and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in his shepherd bag, which he had, even in the creeps, the scripts. And his sling in his hand. That's all David needed, amen. See, many times we go into battle and we think we need all this stuff. But God is telling us, this is all you need. I have already supplied everything you need for this battle, amen. But many times we want to go in with more than what we need, amen. And David knew that this is not for me, amen. When David fought Goliath, King Saul gave David his armor. But David knew in order for him to win this battle, he would have to put it off, amen. Saul's armor and David and put on the Lord Jesus Christ. He, David had to put on the Lord his God, amen. David had to take off to win the battle. And many times we have to take some things off to win the battle, amen. Sometimes we go in there with too much on, amen. David said, I come in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of uh, the army of Israel, whom thou hast defiled. David's faith was so strong that he was willing to believe that God would go with him and enable him to defeat Goliath. Amen. 
And see, we have to be the same way. That whatever battle we go in, we have to understand that if you say that he's your God, you have to believe that he's going to take you through it. Amen? And he's going to see you through it, and he's going to equip you with the things that you need. Amen? The Lord had delivered him out of the had delivered David out of dangerous situations in the past, proving his power and trustworthiness. David relied on God to deliver him from the Philistine. Amen. David had no doubt. David had no doubt that what he was about to go into, that he was going to win. Amen. Who do you see that's nine feet tall with a sword, shield, brass, all this stuff on? And you have a sling and a bang. Now, if we look at that with the natural eye, we already going to see who's going to win. Amen. That's just like Shaquille O'Neal going up against what? Pee Wee Herman. Amen. Who you think going to win? You already, you, you can already see what's about to happen. But many already saw that Goliath is going to crush this little boy. But see, in the natural eye, that's what we see. But the spiritual things, we don't have a good eye to see what God is about to do. Amen. As David, we have to take off to put on. We have outgrown so many things, but yet and still we continue to keep them around. That's the problem, amen? When God has taken you out of something and God has taken something from you, you need to get away from it. You need to put it away. You need to refrain from it, amen? The Bible never tells us to take it off and keep it around just in case, amen? We don't serve a just-in-case God, amen? It, it, you ever heard God say, hey, I'm going to get you out of this, but just in case, I want you to have this waiting on the side. God will never say that. Amen. And see, you should never question when God says he's going to get you out of something, because if he said he's going to get you out of something, it is already done. It is already done. Amen. Now, in first Peter two, one, it says this. It says, wherefore, laying aside and we have to continue to do this. Because the thing is this, when you give your life to Christ, you're just not going to sit everything down and move on. Amen? Every day you will be tempted. Every day you will be tried. Because you know you have those people in your life that are going to try you. Amen? And the Bible tells us in 1 Peter 2, 1, it says, Wherefore, laying aside all malice, all guile and hypocrisy and envy and all evil speaking. Amen. That don't just fall off. Amen. It don't just fall off. It's going to take time for all that to come off. These things maybe may tempt us to take them out. Amen. Again, what I'm saying when I say to take them out, if you don't lay these things aside, when you are in a situation, what do you think is going to happen? The flesh is going to rise up, and the flesh is going to act out. And then you're going to try to figure out where did that come from. I never told anybody this before. I told my wife this, and I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> you just don't know until you're put into a situation what's still inside of you, amen? You just don't know. Went to a furniture store. Two times they told me, your furniture's ready. I hear it down one time. 
pastor, and they said, oh, we don't have your furniture. The second time, I headed down there. Got all the way down there. Got to the store. Man tells me, your furniture is not ready. We don't have it. <sighs> pastor, I acted in a way <laughs> that I thought, I was like, who is this? You ever acted in a way and you question yourself? You know when they say the Incredible Hulk comes out? Baby, please. The guy that went down there with me said, what did you say to these people? Because they was all running. Pastor, I went in here, pushed the doors open, customers everywhere. Lord, forgive me. And that's all I could say is, Lord, forgive me. Because what? Let me just say this. I didn't speak any words of, you know, I didn't do that. But my actions of how I acted, I, you talking about repenting all the way home, Pastor, and asking for forgiveness? Man. And then it's, 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 it, it, to this day, I'm still like, where did that come from? See, we always seem to think that everything is out. Everything ain't out yet. Everything ain't out yet. Because, again, you will be put in a situation where someone's going to try you. And I felt so bad, Pastor, that I was about to. The next day I said, I'm going to order pizza for all them. I felt bad because I went off on some of these people. But I tell you one thing, the manager came on and said, look, 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 we're going to find your stuff. We're going to find your stuff. We're going to get your stuff. They went back there, moved everything out of the way. They found my furniture. They found my furniture, and they tried to do whatever they can to get me out of that store. And after I left that store, I felt horrible because of my actions because I'm I know that I shouldn't have acted the way that I acted and all I was thinking about is where did that come from see we still have some little things hiding in us amen but they won't come out until that person that perfect opportunity and then you're gonna go home asking what happened Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, we have to lay things down. Lay these things aside, amen. But let me say this, and, and it's the perfect scripture. James 1.21, it says this, Wherefore, laying aside all filthiness and superficial uh, superfluity of naughtiness and receiving with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save our souls, amen. Saint, every day, that like that song says, lay it down. It's not just saying it for the day, because the next day you're going to have to lay something else down because you're going to come across something, amen? Putting off, putting away, and not to retain, amen? Everything that we put off, put it off and put it aside. Get rid of it, amen? When we take something worldly off, God... Father God put something spiritual on us, amen. Something good is coming out of us laying things down, amen. The Apostle Paul tells us this in many different ways. Those in Christ have already put on Christ, amen. In Galatians 3.27, it tells us this. It says, for as many of you 
as have been baptized in Christ have put on Christ. Amen. See, this ain't a loose fitting Christ that we have. Amen. When we put something new on, we want to adjust it. Amen. But in this case, Father God is the one that makes the adjustments of what we're putting on. Amen. See, when you go to a tailor, he's the one that makes the adjustments. Amen. All you do is stand there. That's it. Just stand there. Let him make all the adjustments to make sure it's a nice, firm fit, a snug fit. Amen. And it's the same thing with the women. I know y'all got to stand up there when you get your dresses fixed and, and altered and all this and that. You got to stand there and allow them. You have to understand God is the tailor here. Amen. And he's the one that tailor fits the things for each and every one of us. Those in Christ are commanded to put on Christ. Amen. You can't just put it on and take it off when you want to. Amen. Romans 13, 14 tells us this. It says, but. Put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provisions. Make no provisions for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. If you give the devil an inch, he's going to make you feel like a real fool. Amen. And that's what I did when I went to this furniture store. Amen. <laughs> Pastor, the, the, the spirit had nothing to do with what happened at that store. Nothing. That was all flesh. Amen. When you take off the world and put on spiritual, the flesh will crave to gratify its desires. My flesh was craving to act a fool in this store. And my flesh was gratified as I did what I did, Pastor. <laughs> mm. We in Christ have already put on the newness of life, amen? And we have to get used to it, amen? Put on the new self, which is being renewed in, in the knowledge after the image of the creator. In Colossians 3.10, it tells us this. It's a lot of scriptures in the Bible. If you read this, a lot of scriptures in the Bible talking about putting on. But it's a lot of scriptures in the Bible telling us about taking off, too. So you can't just put something over something. Amen. Things have to come off. That's just like playing on a new football team and you got their old uniform on. You can't put their new uniform on. You got to take some things off. You have to take some things off. Colossians 3.10 tells us this. And having put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Amen. Ephesians 6 and 11 tells us this. It says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The schemes of the devil. Amen. The schemes of the devil. Amen. You got to take off to put on. Amen. Colossians 3, 12 and 14 tells us this. It says, put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved vows of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, 
meekness and long suffering. Now, what this scripture is saying right here, put on, therefore, the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, didn't have that. Kindness didn't have that. Humbleness didn't have that. Meekness didn't have none of that at the time that all this stuff was happening. Because I wasn't thinking about nothing, but where's my furniture at? 13 says, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man has a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. <laughs> it's some hard sayings in the Bible. It sounds good when it's for our benefit, but when we have to do something for someone else, that's where the problem arises, amen? Wait a minute. So this person forgave me, and after all the stuff that this person put me through, I have to forgive them. Yep. Yep. See, it, it, it's not an easy walk. Because the thing is, you're going to have to take some things off, put some things on, and you're going to have to be, you know, people always talk about be the bigger man, be the bigger woman. You know we have a problem with that. So this person that did me wrong, and I have to go to them and say, I forgive you. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. Amen. Above all these things, put on charity. In everything we do, we have to put on the love of God. Amen. Despite when people talk crazy to you and they tell you they don't have your stuff, when they put you down, when they talk about you, we have to show love. It's hard. Amen. But love binds everything together in perfect harmony. Amen. <laughs> I remember one time at work, this old man was having a problem fixing this machine. <laughs> I'll never, this was years ago, having problems fixing this machine. And, Pastor, I was just in a great mood that morning. Great mood that morning. And I said, good morning. And he said, what the, f and he just went off. He just went off. But you know what? I just went ahead and showed him love. Amen. I showed him love. And people thought I was crazy when I did that. And my buddy was just standing there laughing at me. That's how you're going to handle that? Absolutely. Amen. Because in situations like that, that's how we're supposed to handle things. That's how we're supposed to handle things. Amen. Showing the love of Christ to all, even though they act a fool before you, you have to show them love. Amen. Uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 53 and 54 tells us this. It says, for this corruptible must put on incorruptible and this mortal must put on immortality. 54 says, when the, this corruptible shall put on the incorruption, and this mortal shall put on the immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Everything that we go through, saints, and it's going to be a lot. This, this, what you're going through right here is nothing. It's nothing. Amen. See, everybody should be feeling good right now, amen? But we all going to be put in a situation where we're going to think, I can't believe that I'm going through what I'm going through, amen? 
We in Christ are instructed to put off the old self. We are being taught to put off our old self, which belongs to our former manner of life, which is corrupt. Amen. We have to take off to run this race. The old stuff was suitable for the races we ran, but we can't run a new life with old stuff. Amen. So that old stuff that you used to run the race with, you can't do that no longer. Amen. Because this is a new race. Amen. Father God has prepared a new thing for us in this race of life. And I want to close with this. Amen. Because the race that we run now is not the race that we ran before. Because the race that we ran before, we didn't care what happened then. Amen. We were in the world, so it really didn't matter what race we ran. Amen. But we have a change of mind about everything and a new direction in life. Amen. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 tells us this. It says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And lean not to thine own understanding. In all thine ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thine path. Amen. We don't have to make our own path, saints. It has already been made. Amen. As we get closer to Christ and spend time with him, this causes worldly things in our life to fade. Amen. The more we get into his word and the closer we get to him, the worldly things will matter no more. Amen. We are kept. We are to keep away from worldly desires that wage war against our spirit. We have the identity as people of the world, but now we are the children of God. Amen. That's who we are. We are the children of God. Amen. As obedient children, we allow not the former desires to influence us, but we put off pride, which we all know leads to destruction and boasting that leads to self-destruction. What are we to put on? We are to put on the desire to please God in all his glory. Amen. And the last scripture is this. First Peter 2.10 says this. It says, which in time past were not a people. But we are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now we have obtained mercy in Christ Jesus. Amen. With that being said, I give thanks and I just praise his holy name. And saints, I just want to share this with you. This is just a little something. Now, I don't know for those that didn't know this, but I did not feel well when I came in here at all. And I told pastor this. And last night I had a rough, the last couple of days I had, a, I had a rough time, amen. But when you allow God to have his way, he moves all that out. Now, I was having a problem of sneezing, coughing, all that stuff. But like I tell, and I told Sister Rosin this a while ago, when uh, corn was 